Welcome to Root Cause Medicine, presented by Spirit of Health, transforming lives through real health solutions. Hello, welcome to the Root Cause Medicine podcast. It's Vaughn and Mike with Spirit of Health. And today we're going to talk about a really important topic, really Mm -hmm. serious issue of infectious disease and how much of a reality that is in our world today and a, a reason why so many people are chronically ill or struggling with different health concerns, and I would say largely uh, undiagnosed mm-hmm. in the medical industry. Yeah, infectious organisms, huge thing we see with our people with chronic illness, and, and like you said, it's not being identified a lot. I mean, maybe the medical industry is good at identifying certain bacteria and stuff like that, but there's right. so many other things. So when we're talking infectious disease, infectious organisms, we're talking about things like bacteria, yeast, fungus, mold, parasites, viruses, mm-hmm. um, and there's, there's a lot that's not being identified, not being tested for, people not even realizing that that could be an issue. Again, I think people right. think infection and it's like an acute thing, oh, I get red and infection, or I get strep throat, or I get a, you know, a, a gut thing and I mm-hmm. have this kind of couple day. Go to the doctor, right? <laughs> go to the doctor, get a, get a medication, but not really thinking about how that can become more chronic or, or even something, you know, we see certain virals that get reactivated in somebody's body because of other things going on, Mm -hmm. you know, other root cause things going on, but that they can be a a major cause of, of issues in the body and causing fatigue and autoimmune and, um, other types of chronic issues. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's huge. And and it's great that we do a lot of comprehensive testing to look at this stuff. and, And we can talk a little bit about that and how even some of the medical testing is not very accurate for certain things like Lyme, the Borrelia bacteria, Lyme disease, and other Mm co-infections. And what we've learned is there's no one test that can tell you every infectious issue you have in your body, right? Right. So we're checking for various infectious disease markers, but blood, there's many things you can find in blood, but a stool sample to see what's going on in that gut, right? Mm -hmm. And then urine samples, the most accurate way to check for mycotoxins and other things. So you really need to understand that one, infectious disease is real and it's a big deal. And we need to find out what people have going on in their bodies. But also that uh, I would just say maybe that the medical industry uh, doesn't have efficient um, systems for testing for these different types of organisms. And there's a lot of things we check for that they never check for, Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, because they're designed more for kind of an acute situation and the things that the normal things they they see in an acute situation, and <clears throat> they're really not built to deal very well with chronic illness and these types of things and true solutions and root causes. And again, that's what what we're all about. So, Absolutely. like you said, testing comprehensively across a variety of different ways to get the best understanding of what's going on in these different infection markers. So, yeah, and, and so you've obviously been doing this a while. Um, what would you say, do you even have like a percentage of people that you've seen, you know, with chronic issues of one, two years plus, mm-hmm. you know, how many of them are you seeing with kind of a, a major uh, infectious issue? Oh man, I mean, <clears throat> this is it. This is why I really, really was excited about today and talking about this because clinical experience means a lot. Yeah. You know, I can go to school, I can study, I can read books, but man, do you learn meeting with thousands of people with almost every 
diagnosis name you can think of and just really having a passion to like discover what's going on at the root cause, knowing that God's a good designer of the human body and there's a reason this person's not well. And so, and I tell this to my, my patients when I'm sitting down with them, I'm like, well, listening to everything you're telling me and your symptoms and the fact that this has been going on for five, 10, you know, 20 years, it is extremely likely. And you, you know, you asked me for a percentage, I would say, and this might seem shocking to some people, I would say at least 90%. Yeah. That's shocking. You might think, oh, okay, well, one out of four people have an infectious issue. No. If somebody's chronically ill, like if, if anybody listening to this is chronically ill, has a diagnosis, has been confused on what their issues are that they've been dealing with for years, yeah, I firmly believe there's a 90 plus percent chance that you're struggling with chronic infectious disease and you have no idea. Yeah. And I, uh, I tell people that, okay, you've seen thousands of people. What's the one thing you've seen help the most people? Like if I had to pick one thing, yeah, yeah. that one thing that's helped the most people is a parasite cleanse. <laughs> Parasite's the big one. We Parasites talk about it a lot. Parasite's the big one. Yeah, so it's just, it's, 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 it's real, it's a reality, it seems like a sci-fi movie sometimes. It's like, okay, wh where is God in this? Like, why is everybody sick and full of parasites? You know, it brings up real questions, mm -hmm. you know, that we need to get to the bottom of. Why isn't the medical industry talking about this? You know, why aren't people being treated properly? But man, parasites is a big one, and it's hard because they're notoriously hard to even test for. Yeah. You know, we, we have different tests that can show up parasites, but they're living organisms. And parasite means to dine at another's table. So the goal of a parasite is to live in you as its host. And they're, I know it's gross, but like they're dining off of you. Yeah. And I, I tell this to people <clears throat> when I'm in a consultation because I, I want people to get it and I want it to be real to people. And, um, and again, it's kind of gross, but think of it as a, it's a living organism. And so what do living organisms do? They eat. They want to survive. They're trying to survive, so they're replicating. Trying to evade. They're dumping toxins and poisons and waste into us, right? So there's no surprise why so many people are chronically ill. If you have yeah. this organism living in your body that's reproducing, pooping waste out, Every time you eat and feed it, yeah, again, it's, it's, it's kind of like, ah, that's crazy, that's weird. I mean, I see a lot of uh, young girls, late teens, early 20s, do a parasite cleanse. <sighs> what comes out of them? They're like, how is this even possible? Like, yeah, what? Yeah. They're grossed out. And I'm like, yeah, it, you know, it, it, it is gross, but like, let's kill it. Let's get it out of your body. And it's crazy how I've seen... Uh, seemingly like from the outside healthy looking people dump parasites for months it's wild yeah and then guess crazy. what they they start getting better mm -hmm. when nothing has worked for them over the years right yeah parasites to... is a good like gateway to a lot of other things too and, and why we usually kind of start with that on the earlier phases because parasites right. can harbor other infectious organisms and allow them exactly. to evade our immune system parasites can be sponges for toxins and all that. And then, 
you know, kind of in stepping out too, yes, a lot of these people have infectious organisms, but then it's like, why do they even have the infectious organisms right. because of a toxic environment or their immune system is down and all their defenses. Again, God designed our bodies. We always like to talk about how amazing God is a designer and he designed our mm -hmm. bodies. But again, because people were born into this toxic world, you know, and even from birth, you know, we inherit a lot of things from our mother and right. how our, uh, our gut microbiome is formed from the beginning, you know, going down the vaginal tract and getting the colostrum and the mother's milk. But so many people aren't getting that anymore. They're right. C-section born and having, you know, the mom had to go on IV antibiotics mm -hmm. and they're not able to breastfeed. And, you know, so oh. a lot of people are just starting off very compromised and then, you know, you add in toxins and when we have a toxic environment in the body, we're more susceptible to these things thriving and, and taking up root in our body, not being able to fight them off. So, right, right. yeah, I know people, it's, it's kind of wild for them to think about the whole parasite thing. But, yeah, we've obviously seen it with the majority of our people yep. um, dealing with parasites. They are hard to test for. I like to tell my clients, you know, whether it comes back positive or not, if we feel like that's potentially going on, we're going to treat for it anyway. And, yeah, mm -hmm. so many people that come back negative on a stool test still... Yep getting parasites out and mm -hmm. so it's a great first step for a lot of people but yeah then a lot of these other infectious organisms um you know the, the virals um yeah. bacteria especially you know these these more um infectious ones that are that are more stealthy like mm -hmm. borrelia the lyme bacteria and bartonella and anaplasma and, and that kind of stuff these can definitely be in our system for a long time evade the immune system, cause chronic issues, and people aren't usually told about this at all. Right. And the standard testing for Lyme is, is kind of like a joke. They say it's, yep. you know, the standard Western blot and all that, they say it's probably only about 50% accurate. Mm -hmm. So a lot, of, a lot of false positives, false negatives, it's not even worth doing, in my opinion, to do. So I know we spend a lot of time really trying to find labs that we trust that have yes. the proper validation and accuracy and can prove it. And they're you know, they're controlled and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I know we use Vibrant Vibrant Labs. They're, they're the best one that we found that has the accuracy, the specificity, the the validation proving, yeah. you know, I want to say they're at 92 or 96% mm -hmm. um, accurate, which is leading the industry in that. And so yep. we feel very comfortable seeing there and the amount of markers they do for Lyme and these co-infections. And we can really understand that picture. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually didn't, do Lyme disease testing. I mean, I've been practicing for 13 years. I didn't do Lyme disease testing for, for nine years because I didn't trust the accuracy. Yeah. And I knew that the Western blot was inaccurate. And I don't want to tell somebody they have Lyme disease when they don't. Yeah. Or and have I don't them want to miss the money. it. Yeah. Have them waste their money. Yeah, right. exactly. Or, or uh, they do have it yeah. and we don't find it. So I, I just, I avoided it. But man, since we found this lab and you know, been able to hone in on like what the best labs are, you know, who, who gets the best results, who has the most, uh, like you said, accuracy is crucially important because if you're going to help somebody, you have to know accurately what the root cause is. That's what we're all about. Yeah. And so, yeah, the Lyme disease testing is very accurate now. And it's so cool because you can tell on the retests. You retest it six months later, guess what shows up? The same markers, but hopefully much improved <laughs> or they've gone back to normal so we actually get to not only discover the root cause and and really give people that hope that hey we know why you know why you're sick why you're not well you know how many people are told it's all in their head 
Mm -hmm. I still hear that. Yeah. A doctor literally tells people, you're, you're crazy. It's all in your head. There's nothing wrong with you. Checking their standard blood work. Oh, oh everything looks fine to me. Yeah. Maybe you need to go see a psychologist or something. Yeah, it's crazy that how people are told that. I mean, how devastating to like not feel heard, listened to, no answers, doctor after doctor. Anyway, that's just, that's why yeah. we love what we do. You know? Yeah, and why we love <laughs> sitting down with people and saying, hey, there's always hope. There's mm -hmm. always answers to, to what's going on, and we can find those. And if we find those root causes, we can deal with them and help you reverse and, and heal, get the body back in the right place. Absolutely. So, yeah, I love that. But, yeah, Lyme disease and then its co-infections can be a big deal. And then we also test for the, um, the opportunistic organisms. These could be things that we're all naturally exposed to but if they're still in the body and then our immune system's down dealing with another infection they're opportunistic in the fact that they right. see oh the immune system's down they're not regulating me as much i can thrive and do what i want and, exactly. and get reactivated and and spread through the body and cause these issues these different virals um, you know from herpes to epstein-barr to cytomegalovirus to different parasites and things that we that we like to check for mm -hmm. um, and I was looking up some statistics on just Lyme disease and how prevalent that is. It's hard to get good statistics because there's so many people that are, yeah. don't even know they have it. They call, they call Lyme disease the, uh, the great, what is it, the great mimicker, mm -hmm. um, how it mimics all these other different things. Right. It could mimic fibromyalgia, pain in the body, arthritis. It could mimic chronic yeah. fatigue. It can, just so many different things. But just based on what the CDC says, and definitely don't trust their information completely, but mm -hmm. just what they say, they say about 476,000 Americans are diagnosed with Lyme disease each year. And although most cases are, again, not likely reported or, or not diagnosed, but just the ones that are actually diagnosed and actually tested positive. Wow. So again, some, some people's speculations say that it's five or 10 times that, but just that. And this also doesn't even include the cases of co-infections like Bartonella, Babesia, mm -hmm. Ehrlichia, Epstein-Barr, um, some other people I was looking up actually say that they are estimating that about 14% of the whole world have Lyme or have had Lyme, okay. and that's about 1.1 billion people. And that's just increasing oh. every year. And, and again, you know, yes, there's these infectious organisms, but then also the way we look at it, we're looking at each individual person at the whole picture. So yes, that's going on, but there's usually more to the story than mm -hmm. that. Like what's causing that? You have some kind of toxicity, your immune system's down, your gut might be disrupted. A lot of other factors that are leading to an infection finally being that that prevalent in the body but yeah. um but such a yeah a lot of people just never have been told that never checked it and can be a major root cause for a lot of people yeah exactly one thing i think it's really important for people to understand about you know lyme is the is the treatment and antibiotics mm. right and that's kind of the way that the medical system goes Man, I'll never forget a young girl who was on IV antibiotics for two years, and her immune system was so collapsed, she, she couldn't even go outside. Yeah. Like, and that's the treatment protocols they're using out there. And I'll never forget what somebody said, um, a, another uh, clinician that I respect. He said, Lyme disease isn't so much an infectious disease issue, but an immune system problem. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's an infectious organism, but the problem is, is our bodies our immune system function, getting our immune system functioning at a high enough level that it's not susceptible to all these infections and these diseases. And so it's really, uh, you can't just zap it with an antibiotic, you know, and, and hope to get a, a result with that. And now, destroy the rest of the immune system and then make them susceptible to other infections and so on absolutely. and so forth. It's crazy. Yeah. And then people just get sicker and sicker and sicker. And maybe, maybe if you caught it right at the beginning, 
But for the most part, man, that is not the route you want to go. You yeah. have to restore health to the whole person. You've got to treat the whole person. And I just also wanted to mention that like, it really is a bigger issue than most people think. Like, If you're out there and you're chronically ill and you don't have answers, uh, neurological conditions, autoimmune mm -hmm. conditions, uh, you know, whatever the name is, yeah. if it's Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, autism in kids, whatever the names are of these diseases, so many people have Lyme and they, and they don't know it. And they might not, but like, let's test for it. Yeah, find let's out. Let's find it's... out. It, testing is so powerful because it gives people peace of mind. Mm -hmm. You can either have peace of mind because the testing is accurate, that I don't have that condition, praise God. Or you actually confirm what could have been the root cause all along. And now we can do something about it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah now you've got these... Um antibiotic resistant organisms that are even stronger stronger and harder to kill and you yeah. know because they've you know people have done these antibiotics and again yeah these these organisms are smart they're intelligent they've adapted and totally um yeah th those are are tough situations but you know luckily we've got great solutions and answers and like you said it's not just about killing this and not that this is all about Lyme disease but that is a big one that I think a lot of people um you know, aren't, aren't taken care of properly. So yeah, it's not just about killing the organism. There's a lot we do to set somebody up and, and do before that, or do a part of that right. to strengthen the immune system to, yeah, deal with other organisms like parasites that can be really dysregulating the immune system, taking the toxins out of the body. So mm -hmm. again, yeah, is it really an infection problem or is it an immune problem, immune dysregulation problem? A lot of times it does come down to you get the immune system strengthened back up and the pressure taken off it. The body can do a lot of things on its own. Right. We don't want just a sterile environment, but eventually when that body's built up, it can start to take control again and, and get things taken care of. Our immune system is amazing. It is. Once it's <clears throat> functioning properly. And, but yeah, a lot of times we have Absolutely. to identify the other things and go through a process and to really get the results. Because if you just kill, it's like a, like a never-ending process. It seems right. like the body can never get a full handle on it. These things can hide in our joints and our tissues, create cysts, different stuff. So, um, but thankfully, we do have some very powerful supplements and things that we know work very well, um, done the right way and in the right mm -hmm. dosage, but needing to do all the rest of the process. And that's what I don't think a lot of people realize with Lyme and, and that kind of stuff. Right. And it definitely takes a wholesale like lifestyle change. Yeah. You know, it's not, there's not some miracle solution uh, unless God heals that person. Yeah. That's a miracle. But um, otherwise it's, yeah, it's lifestyle changes, it's diets, it's supplements, it's therapies. It's like putting together an entire program to help that person get well. And so oftentimes it starts in, in the gut, mm -hmm. right? In the gut. And, uh, you know, that's where we might move on to be talking about like what's going on in that gut, right? Bacteria, uh, clostridia type of organisms, um, that gut-brain connection, so many neurological issues linked to what's going on in the gut, people being symptomatic, kids being symptomatic. You start working on the gut, their brain starts to work better again. They start to focus better again. So many stories I've uh, had over the years of uh, children struggling with, whether it's autism or on the spectrum or maybe less severe like ADHD or something like that. But man, just seeing the changes in these kids by working on their guts Mm -hmm. is amazing. Um, had multiple kids, uh, a four-year-old boy, recently a seven-year-old girl that were not speaking mm. at four and at seven. And you started working on their gut and their gut bacteria and they start talking. Yeah. And the parents just weeping, you know, it's just amazing. 
It's amazing. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and so much of it is what? It's infectious disease. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we're talking about immune dysregulation and that's leading to these, you know. But yeah, there's always something it starts with and then it leads to these more serious things. But yeah, 70 to 75% of the immune system starts in the gut microbiome, yep. stems from that. So yeah, wow. we do. And in our realm, I know we talk a lot about health and healing starts in the gut. Mm -hmm. It starts there. But yeah, some people with these systemic infections, we do have to start clear, get the immune system going. But then, but then it's fight and finish up clearing these systemic infections, the virals, the, you know, the whether it's bacteria or um, yeast or fungus or mold or different things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal for a lot of people. I had some other stats related to parasites too, because again, oh, some people cool. don't believe this. And we also know, again, another area that, um, is probably way underreported. People don't know that they have parasites, but right. what has been reported, and this is according to UNICEF, they're saying about 1.5 billion people have roundworms in the in the world just that one type of parasite yeah making it the third most common human infection in the world Come just on. that one and then wow. whipworms they're estimating to be about 1 billion people more than 1.3 billion um, have hookworms and 265 million have schistosomes so these are different parasites and i know we see different kinds than that but yeah and i would estimate that way higher than okay, that okay now hold on though hold on not in america you're, that, this is third That's world countries, world. right? You're not talking, <laughs> to, that can't happen in America. America too. But what do people believe? Yeah. That's not real. That, that doesn't happen here. That's third world <laughs> countries. That's where, you know, people have dirty water and this and that. It ain't true, is it? Yeah, it's here too. And, and, but you hear about the stories, and I'm sure you've heard it too, where people have gone to their doctor and I think I have parasites. And the doctor says, no, that doesn't exist in humans. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't be, believe there's doctors that said, but I've heard that multiple times directly right. in, in stories of other people. But yeah, we've seen the proof. We've tested that. We've seen them come out of people. We've seen the pictures. Yep. Um, so yeah, these infections are real. And dealing with them is is got to be a part of everybody's journey mm -hmm. to some extent with chronic illness. It's just a, determining how deep does that go. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, every single person has some level of something. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten to the place where, you know, I don't want to sound, um, I don't know, cliche or, you know, it's just like er that term, everybody has parasites, right? I just, but man, having done this for so many years and seeing so many people, it's hard not to say that probably everybody has parasites. Now we always start people on a parasite cleanse um, when we're working with people clinically, like, cause like you said, they're larger organisms, they're host organisms, they're, they're gonna be the biggest problem. Mm -hmm. No matter what other problems you have, you gotta deal with parasites first. Um, and I would say three out of four people have noticeable results. Yeah. No, not everybody, cause not everybody necessarily has the, the large like rope worms, hook worms, tape worms, you know, not necessarily. But also we have to remember that 70% of all parasites are microscopic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're smaller than the eye can see. Right. So the stuff that's in our blood and like malaria and Montezuma's revenge and diphtheria and all these things that, you know, still happen in other places in the, in the world and in America too. Um, yeah. Parasites can be big and small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, people don't always see them and that's okay. Like, yeah, you don't have to see it to know it's doing something. We know it's 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 doing something. And I, you know, I like to tell people too, the parasite cleansing, yeah, it'll kill parasites, but um, it does also have an impact on the other infectious organisms in the right. gut. And it's just good for cleansing the gut in general. But 
Um, but yeah, how big a thing parasites can be. But um, yeah, so we love our testing. We love being able mm-hmm. to look at the full picture for people. I think anybody dealing with chronic illness, they want to consider the infectious organisms because right. likely they've got something, whether it's one thing or multiple, but we can look at that full picture and then also look at the toxicity yeah. and come up with the right plan of action for them. Right. So, um, so yeah, we just encourage you if you're listening to this and you know, you're hearing this and this is resonating with you, definitely follow us. We're going to continue talking about issues like this and things that we found in our clinical experience and what we're finding in the literature, but definitely share this with your friends, your family, um, follow us. And we're going to continue talking about things to, to help people. You know, we're all about education and empowerment. And the more we can do that, the more we can help reach people with, with true understanding. Amen.